Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Go on vacation, they said. It'll be fun, they said. There'll be no devil's news within the week that you're gone, they said. Well, I'm back from the other side of the world, and there's so much devil's news I gotta catch up on. Throughout the course of this week, I got to talk about Jesper Bratt and his contract situation. I got to talk about P.K. Subban and the possibility of him returning. Obviously, the draft is a couple days away. And since the draft is fast approaching, we're going to have a draft-eligible prospect appear on today's show. His name is Chase Coward, and he currently plays for the WHL. He is a goalie, so there's a lot to do in today's episode. Don't worry, I'll catch up to other Devils news throughout the course of this week. So I told you guys the episodes will be coming fast and furious, so buckle up for today's episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. The NHL draft is fast approaching, and there's a whole lot of players hoping to hear their names called on July 7th, so that way they can punch their ticket to the NHL. It's the first step to what could be an amazing career. Today, I am accompanied by a draft-eligible prospect. He currently is a goalie for the Red Deer Rebels of the WHL and is currently 30th in the NHL.com midterm prospect breaking. It's Saskatchewan native Chase Coward. Chase, how you doing? I'm doing good, dude. I can't complain. Uh, like I said, draft is a few days away. So normally I start off the, with the question, uh, where did hockey begin for you? But I just want to uh, ask you this first. Um, how the last few days have been treating you? Because like I mentioned, the draft is just, uh, you know, a couple days away. You're obviously eligible to be selected. What's been going through your mind? Uh, you know, I've kind of been working, so I'm trying to, like, not think much about the draft and just kind of more focus on it when it comes Thursday, Friday, like the big draft day. So I'm just trying to, like, not let it hold me back from my training and everything and worry too much about it. Probably a good mentality to have. So um, I, I guess this leads into the first big question, which is where did hockey begin for you? Like, what's your hockey background? Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Timbits down there. That's like our like youngest you can start playing. I think I started when I was like three or four. Then I grew up playing minor hockey in Swift Current. And then at 14, my grade nine year, I moved away to Cairnport to play at Prairie Hockey Academy for two years. And then I ended up going to Moose Jaw for one year. And then I ended up in Red Deer, where I am now. Good to hear. So um, growing up, which player did you try to model your game after? Like, did you have an NHL idol? Well, he wasn't really in the NHL. He was a WHL player. Like, we used to billet WHL players. So Landon Ball, I had him when I was younger, and he stayed at our house. So he was a real role model to me growing up. And I kind of tried to form my game around him or as much as I could. And how has that shaped you into the player you are now? Did you like watch footage? Did you like go to the games? Did you talk to him personally? Like what, how did it uh, form you into the player that you are currently? 
Yeah, uh, I talk. Well, I talked to him lots. I still talk to him lots. And then I went to a lot of games. Like they gave us free season tickets. So it was a, pretty much all the games I could go to. And then I worked with the same goalie coach he did. And it's just kind of been like a mentor to me since I was a very young age. So having played sports myself, I know like, you know, sometimes you have idols that, you know, you grew up watching and you try to model your game after them. But as you grow older, you start to like just watch uh, different types of players because you start to come into more fruition as to who you are as a player, what your strengths and weaknesses are. So uh, someone I tried to model my game after once I got older was uh, when I played baseball was Derek Jeter, because that was like, you know, who uh, I kind of idolized in that sort of sense because I wasn't a power hitter I was a contact hitter and Derek Jeter was sort of the same way that's what made him successful so uh going back to your overall uh statement as to you know some of your hockey idols uh is there someone in the NHL that uh you envision yourself potentially like uh playing as like is there someone who currently is on an NHL team that you know maybe Hmm, maybe this is someone who is sort of like me, or this is someone who I hope to be like when I get there. Uh, yeah, right now, now that I've kind of grown up and like been able to like dissect my game more and dissect NHL goalies more, I'm kind of striving for the like Thatcher Demko type of play, kind of that agile and agile and quick, and but still like calm and collected and in position, and only uses his flexibility and agility to make saves on the app is absolutely necessary. And since the NHL draft is uh, fast approaching, like growing up, did you ever realistically think that you could potentially play in the NHL or any professional level for that matter? Like, was it always in the back of your mind? Was it always a goal of yours? Um, and now that you're uh, a few steps closer to it, is it all starting to come full circle? Yeah, like, growing up, it was always, like, a big dream. Like, every small town SAS kid was, like, everyone wanted to go to the NHL. And then kind of when I got first year Bantam, I got cut from our double-A team, and that was the highest team we had, so I had to go play, like, single-A in-house. So then I was kind of like, well, I don't know if, like, this hockey thing's going to work out or whatever. And then I went to Prairie Hockey Academy, and then I got some interest from – Red Deer for the Bantam draft, but they never took me. And I'm like, okay, hey, like I might have a shot at this. So then that year following, I kind of just stuck with it. And then I got a whole bunch of interest from a bunch of WHL teams to list me. And then Red Deer ended up taking me. And then that's kind of why when I realized I had a shot at doing something with hockey. And then over this past year, with all the interest from NHL and World juniors and everything it's like i have possibility to play in the league now what was the process of just like getting your name out there and just you because you know it's a tedious process to try to appear on nhl radars what did you have to do to just pop up on those scouts uh reports and just be like this kid has something special in him and he could potentially you know uh be drafted onto an nhl team what, what was that overall uh process like uh, it was a lot of hours on ice and in the gym, kind of when no one else was watching, you kind of got to put that extra work in. And then it's just being resilient because sometimes stuff won't go your way. And you might not think that 
you're going to make it. But then in the end, if you really want it, you'll find a way to push through. And then in the end, it ends up paying off. Don't worry, there's still more to talk about with Chase Coward. However, I want to bring you guys the first and only live read this morning and it comes from our friends at BetOnline.net. So BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sport betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and MLB season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the transaction. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, so let's get back to our discussion with Chase Coward. Take it away once again. So I was informed that the New Jersey Devils are interested in potentially drafting you. What would it mean to play for an organization that is home to arguably the greatest goalie of all time in Marty Brodeur? Yeah, it'd be a great honor seeing what they did with him and then seeing, well, I don't really know Nico Dogs, but I kind of like follow his goalie culture on Instagram and stuff and seeing what they've done to his game since he's been there. It's just really good development for goalies. I feel like they could really turn me into a top end guy. Yeah, yeah. The thing, it's funny you mentioned Nico Dawes because the, I, I think Nico Dawes was arguably our best goalie this past season just because he was thrust into a role that he wasn't really prepared for. Um, Mackenzie Blackwood got hurt. Jonathan Bernier got hurt. And here comes Nico Dawes straight out of Utica, basically has to uh, just do everything in his possible ounce and fiber of his body to just try to will the New Jersey Devils to at least some sort of wins and he was able to do that so I, I even though the numbers don't really do him justice I felt as though Nico Dawes really did do a good job with the Devils organization and you hit the nail on the head which is this could be a good opportunity for young goalies to basically be given a chance to try to lead the New Jersey Devils because they, one of the positions they've been struggling with is the goaltending position or finding consistency in between the pipes and I know this is a few steps ahead, but if you were hypothetically drafted by the New Jersey Devils, what kind of impact could you make for them at some point in the future, especially since the Devils have been in goalie purgatory the last few years? Uh, I feel like a few years, if I do get drafted by the Devils, I could be that like solid rock for them, not having to like scramble for goalies each year and like just being consistent year after year, securing wins and playoff spots and hopefully a cup. Well, I, I would love for that to happen. And I, I always say the Devils are just maybe a goalie or two away from actually taking their organization to the next level. And, you know, obviously you're just aiming for just some sort of goalie or just some sort of stability behind Mackenzie Blackwood could always be a good thing. So, um, you know, if you're given that opportunity, I'm sure you would try to make the most of it. But other than the Devils, is there another NHL team that you would love to be uh, selected by in the draft? Maybe a Western Canadian team like the Vancouver Canucks, an original six team, or anything else that comes to mind? Uh, I mean, I'm just kind of going for the get drafted part first. I'm not really too picky on who would pick me, but uh, uh, such a hard, hard decision because I've been asked this so many times. And I know Sorry, I didn't mean, to, didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, I... I I don't know. I lean kind of towards Canadian teams just because from up here, 
but I also wouldn't mind like a southern team where I'd get away from the snow. Amen. And that's somewhere nice and warm because kind of sick of the minus 40 winters and a bunch of snow. I heard it's 95 degrees in Saskatchewan. Ah, what was it today? Yeah, it was probably around there. Well, we've we've had a ton of rain, so we're kind of flooded out in some spots right now. So, so in terms of a team that you wouldn't be, you wouldn't mind uh, being selected by, you're leaning towards maybe staying home, or do you want to go down south to maybe like a Florida Panthers type of situation? You know, in Florida, warm weather all year around, or you know, maybe stay on the Western side of things. Cause you know, maybe Edmonton Oilers, Vancouver Canucks, Calgary Flames. Is there a team like, you know, is, is that where you're, where you're leaning towards? Like where, where's your heart desire? I know you're not too picky, like you said, yeah. and that's smart, but like, you know, did, did, is, there, is there a specific team that comes to mind? I didn't mean to throw you off topic. Uh, no, I don't, not really. It's just kind of mixed emotions. Cause it's like, if I'm up here in Western, like I'll be closer to family and they can watch more of my games. But like down south is the nice weather. And I think every kid in Saskatchewan has grown up and wanted to move to nice weather. So it's kind of, well, anywhere would be nice. But yeah, that's kind of one a Western team or a south team. So I read your scouting report. And one of the things that people described about you was that you're a student of the game. Basically, what I think of a student of the game from an athlete is someone who can basically break down a game and pick it like limb for limb, just like say, okay, this situation happened because this player wasn't in the right position. I think of someone like the late great Kobe Bryant for basketball. I think of someone like PK Subban, what he's doing for ESPN and basically bumping up their ratings a little bit by breaking down each NHL playoff game. You know, those are examples of students of the game who just try to meticulously break it down and try to better their team. So can you give a few concrete examples as to how you're a student of the game? Uh, like, I'm a big video guy. Like, in season, we get video of our games. So I'll sit down with our goalie coach or coach, depending on who's available, and I'll kind of go through my game and talk about, like, what we could do here and, like, how we can improve this and how I can improve. The playoffs was a big one because you'd see the same team up to seven times. So I'd sit down mostly with our PK coach and go through video of like things I see, things he sees and like how we could adapt our PK to better defend. And then more so summer and practices, I kind of like, I can, I don't know, it's weird, but I can kind of feel when I did something wrong. So I'm, I'm able to correct that right away and correct myself to help stop the next puck essentially. What would you say your greatest achievement was during your career of the WHL or years prior? What, what would you say like was the defining moment that just made you realize that you're special and that you have a chance to do something special? Uh, that was probably when I was playing Manchester AAA in Musha and I got named first team all-star of the league and we were six and all in playoffs and then COVID shut us down but kind of like in those playoffs and that moment I kind of realized like I'm like top top end out of Sask like what can I be top end in Western Canada now and I think I've proved myself that I can be one of those guys and now it's just kind of building off of that and going hopefully getting drafted. 
And, you know, I hope your name is uh, uh, called at some point during the draft as well. I got to ask you this. I'm a big video game guy. Um, I know, you know, NHL licensed by EA Sports. Uh, once you make an NHL roster, are you going to, I'm not sure if you're a big video game guy, are you going to like get the game and play as yourself, um, whichever team, you know, drafts you, whatever the case might be, are you going to like be playing the video game nonstop as, as yourself, as the avatar? Uh, I don't know as nonstop, but I definitely buy the game and play as the team I'm drafted by. That's for sure. So the, like I said uh, before, draft is a few days away. Uh, I know you said you've been trying to keep yourself busy and just trying to, you know, keep yourself like um, just, just preoccupied. So that way the, the nerves and the pressure doesn't like overwhelm you or, or anything like that. But since it's fast approaching, um, as you reflect, what, what, what do you want people to know about uh, Chase Coward? Like what, what do you want the scouts to know about you your overall style of play and why should uh, a particular team uh, select you if they're given the opportunity? Uh, I feel like that one's kind of like with my record of not being drafted or anything. I feel like that's kind of a big one. If my name doesn't get called, it does get called. It's kind of just my resiliency to just kind of brush it off and then just keep pushing to strive for more and, say I don't get drafted, who knows, I might end up getting a contract two years down the road when I'm 20, you never know. So it's just kind of one of those things where I like to not get too high with the highs and too low with the lows and just kind of try and stay neutral as much as I can. And like I said, um, I know it's, I, I know it's been a, a long few days. I know, um, like I said, you've been trying to keep yourself preoccupied and uh, I just want to say that I, I wish you the best and I hope that the, that everything goes well. And before we wrap up, I just want to ask, like, do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with anyone in terms of your overall style of play or uh, who you are as a person, whatever the case might be? Uh, well, my over, overall style of play, I feel like I'm just really, really calm. Goalie, like, I don't try and act out, I guess would be the best word to make get out of my get out of position a lot I feel like I'm really calm I feel like I'm also a really calm person like in real life when problems arise I just try and think of ways around them I also heard that you potentially could uh represent team Canada in the uh world in the world juniors later in December the the camp for that is in late July how have you been preparing for that uh in addition to the NHL draft uh, it's, I don't know, I haven't really changed much. It's just kind of having the ice time up a little bit. But other than that, it's a lot of workout, a lot of stretch, a lot of like, uh, self-care would be like stretching and all that stuff, a lot of that. I'm just kind of preparing my body for the high intensity camp that it's going to be. So, yeah, just just taking it one day at a time, I presume, and just trying to like, you know, better yourself as, uh, you know, mentally and just try to prepare yourself physically. Totally get that. And like I said, Chase, I, I want to thank you for appearing on the show. I want to thank you for taking the time to do so. I'll let you get back to preparing for the draft. Hopefully we hear your name selected, hopefully maybe by the New Jersey Devils. So once again, Chase, uh, thank you for doing this and 
I wish you the best of luck, buddy. Perfect. Thank you. Once again, thanks to Chase Coward for taking the time to appear on this show. Best of luck to him as the draft is fast approaching. As for today's episode, that's all time I have for you guys. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And like I said, I'll catch up on all the Devils news throughout the course of this week. The episodes will be coming in fast and hot. So keep an ear out for that. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.